0: Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to Episode 4 of the Grid Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Latell, alongside my co-host, Kyle Smith. Kyle, how doing you doing? Doing good, brother. How you doing? Doing good. Um, today, we have a special guest on our show. He is a five-time winner in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, as well as the most recent winner in the series, driver of the, of the number 99 Toyota Ben Rhodes.
1: Good, ben, man. You Can today?
2: you ask me how many races uh, we won this year? Yeah, how all many of have as many as
1: we've raced. All of them. <laughs> all of them, exactly. Exactly. That is awesome.
2: Hey, you know, <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. I'm actually. I think you know me well enough. I would try to be a humble person, but um, nah. yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't resist. <laughs> no, nah, hey, the way you're rolling.
0: Hey, two races, two wins. That's I mean, You got the bracket well, right?
2: I'm gonna enjoy him because Lord knows that the um, the racing uh, scene can be unfair at times. And you know what? You don't know when their next win's yeah. going to be. Uh, I'd like to say it's the next race. We, you, you just don't know that it could be three years from now. Uh, so I'm enjoying the heck of it out of it right now. So, um, any Absolutely. chance I can get, I'm, I'm going to say that line.
1: Any chance <laughs> I can get, it's all of them. <laughs> that was perfect too. I loved it. That is awesome.
0: Absolutely. I mean, back-to-back wins coming off of that to open the season. Um, how just have the past two weeks been for you? Um, must be pretty exciting to open the season. Yeah, um,
2: we've been, man, we've been busy. It's it's so funny. You win a race and you're busier than ever before. You know, they're like, what do you do to celebrate? And you're like, uh, interviews. <laughs> so, so Honestly, though. yeah, yeah. So we, we got done at the track. We did a whole bunch of interviews. I meet back up with the team um, as we're leaving and uh, we, we, we set out. We had a few beers. We, we set out till I don't know, 3, 4 in the morning and uh, just kind of talked about the race. And we did that for both wins, actually. The first win at Daytona and the second win. So it was almost like deja vu, but it, it was awesome. It's, it's been so busy, though. Lots of travel.
1: Oh, yeah. And then you live in Kentucky, right? Like, that's where you stay?
2: Yeah, so that's, that's what makes travel a tough.
1: No kidding. So then you got to. Do you spend a lot of time down in Sandusky or are you mostly just Kentucky to track and then back or how do you kind of do that? Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm so I'm leaving. I'm leaving for Sandusky this week. Um, I, I'm up in Sandusky quite often, to be honest, uh, usually for, okay, you know, three days or so. is probably my average two to three days is my average uh, time. And, and then, you know, we fly commercial everywhere we go rather than other race teams. And, and I have to go to Charlotte oh. quite often, too. So uh i'm on the road a lot not as much as you kyle but but quite a
1: bit well still hey i mean hey i mean we're both having fun but i get paid to look at a. wait hey, we both get paid to hold steering wheels so. <laughs> True, true yeah, <laughs> yeah, mean, you got you the big truck that, i got right? the little truck <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um i was kind of so. wondering um between the two races which one i guess i mean they're probably both your favorite, but which one did was the hardest to win, I guess.
2: Oh gosh. You know, there, there's a, there's a huge amount of luck that goes into the speedway race, but ah yeah. golly, we got tested. Yeah. Ask McDowell. yeah we got tested so, <laughs> so hard at that road course <laughs> race. I mean, it was restart after restart after restart. It was for sure the most stressful race. Um, yeah, I, I don't know which one's harder to win. They were both pretty hard to win. I've put a lot of years into trying to win the super speedway race and a lot of bad things happened. I, I don't know. I don't know if there's a good yeah. answer. They're both tough. They're both really, really tough.
1: Okay. I know Brendan had some questions about the uh, about the first race. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Definitely. I mean, um, the overtime restart there. Just kind of your thoughts because I believe you were leading on the restart, and then uh, Sheldon Creed got around you, and uh, just kind of your thoughts after you took the white and you made that move um,
2: for the lead. Just kind of what. Yeah. Went your head so. On that. Uh, I mean to be honest, the the all the restarts kind of ran into a a jumble in my in my brain. I'm having a hard time remembering all of them because it seemed like we did five or something stupid.
1: <laughs> there was like twelve in each. Yeah. Race. So
2: uh, <laughs> I do remember the time Sheldon. So we had a huge lead. The, the the yellow came out after they put the white flag out as I was coming to the line, and then Sheldon got back around me on that time, um, and he got around me because he man he raced us really. I don't want to say dirty, but, uh, he ran me off the, so he ran me up in turn three up the track. And then he ran me off the track, Mm -hmm. uh, going, uh, into turn five and then ran me off the track again from five to six. And these are on the straightaways. Like he's turning into me to run me off Mm -hmm. the track. Um, so then (laughs) we get a yellow again and we pass him on the next, the next restart. He, he goes in the corner, blows the corner. We get past him, and then we keep it after that. Um, so yeah, I, I, it, it was a challenge for sure. And when you race, when you race with certain drivers, like you, you kind of know that you're in for a ride. Just, just based off their history.
1: Well, you know what he did, man. He he kind of drove his way into not having a sponsor. For the second <laughs> race. I don't, I don't want to. I hope he doesn't listen to this and say screw that kid. But he kind of drove his way in an all white truck. <laughs> you know he. <laughs> he, um,
2: he was mad at me after the race. I, I guess he has some comments or wow. something. I never listened to him, but I guess he said he didn't like the way I raced him, And I'm not quite sure what he meant by that because, um, he, he went up the track and I think, uh, I went up the track with him and turn one, but he, he blew the corner first. I got underneath him and, and kind of went up the track a little bit. But after that, man, he, he tried to run me off the racetrack on the straightaways and, uh, you know, let's not forget the time he totaled a truck out—one of our trucks out—for seventh place at Eldora, right? So, uh, I'm yeah, not—I'm yeah. not concerned <laughs> with the way he feels, but at the same time, it, it kind of um, makes me wonder where he's coming at.
1: Yeah, he's—I uh, would me and Brendan were actually both in Phoenix for the championship when he won that there, and that was just—I was kind of, I mean, who was it? Grant Enfinger was in the uh, the final four there, I believe that he ended up, you know, cleaning up winning it. But yeah, I don't, I seen, I mean, he seems like he can, I mean, he's a decent racer. I mean, you gotta be good to be where you're at there, but he seems like he can have somewhat of a hot head inside of a hot helmet. <laughs> at certain Yeah. Times that's there. probably a good way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. And then I think we're with the road course there, um, I kind of want, I kind of something we just kind of covered, but I just kind of want to know the mindset, you know, when you came out of that one reset or restart and you, you know, had it won, and they waved that stinking yellow flag for the 50th time when you were probably 200 feet from winning the race. I just kind of want to know, like, how do you go from, you got it to you got to stack it up, get back in that mindset and do it all over again.
2: Yeah. I mean, no, that's a good question. Cause I, I basically, in my mind, I was crossing the line. I was preparing. We had, like, 20 truck links out the back. I was kind of telling myself, like, man, we, we kind of got this. Like, it's going to be really hard for him to get to our bumper. And then I see, you know, coming to the white flag. I'm like, next flag ends it. There will probably be a yellow. We're, we're, we're in good shape here. That yellow comes out. And I was doing, like, the angry Italian, you know, like the hand gesture out the front <laughs> windshield, you know, like oh, yeah. the, the, the shaking fist and the – the wrist moving type of thing. <laughs> I was doing that Hell at the yeah. flagman like
1: come on. Like yeah. you you get And he had the white flag too. And I don't know if you oh, saw the white video flag or not. He has the flag and he's like, "Nah, you know what? Screw you homeboy. Here's the." Yeah, yellow. it's And I just It's uh...
2: like we went 3.61 miles around this track and you're talking mm-hmm. a couple hundred feet before the line you're going to throw the yellow flag. Um I was so mad. But I I don't I, I was mad for a couple laps. Thank goodness there were yellow flag laps, and then I kind of recomposed yeah. myself for the next, <laughs> you know, green white checkered. But yeah, it took a little bit out of me. The next green white checkered, I was um, I was definitely mentally in a different spot.
1: Because even on that la- on that last restart, then you kind of fell back going a little bit going into turn one, didn't
2: you? Yeah. Um. The the very last restart. Because that ended kind of cr- restart. No, that was the first. Restart. We we ended up by the time the yellow flag came out, I think we ended up having like a ten truck length lead or. A, 12 truck length lead over Creed, you know, in that lap and a half that okay. we ran. Um, so we did get, we did get out and we did get some of our lead back, but it wasn't quite as much as, as, as the first time.
1: Yeah. All right. That was a good, uh, it's a good answer. I don't know. Brendan, what you got?
0: Yeah. I kind of wanted to know, like all those restarts, overtime restarts, just like kind of how difficult it was on the older tires, to like keep nailing those restarts and whatnot to, Hold yeah i was like actually getting
2: more and more concerned about it um i mean that's a good question i guess if you heard my radio you probably would have known how i felt i i <laughs> i um i wasn't happy right i wasn't happy that the fact that we kept having these restarts we were running out of fuel uh the race ended on lap 51 mm-hmm. we were supposed to run out of fuel on lap 51 um wow. and you had john hunter and matt crafton that are both had pretty new tires compared to me like really new tires compared to me and every restart i mean you're mm-hmm. spinning your tires you got a little bit of lock up here and there and you know every restart is major wear on your tires on a road course because it's it's not just a normal restart i mean these green you know green white checkered restarts so you're driving as hard as you can you know thinking that the race could end any second you know not trying to save anything and little do you know you've got to do this five more times so, yeah, I, I wasn't saving anything for sure. And and you could feel the tires going away. I, I was actually starting to get a little bit worried towards the end that I wouldn't have anything to hold them off with. But um, I guess the last lap kind of surprised myself when we were able to pull away as much as we did.
0: Interesting. Yeah, for sure. Um, so switching kind of away from Daytona, um, going back into uh, the actual season, uh this year you guys switched from Ford back to Toyota. Um previously you guys were with Toyota in twenty seventeen. Um obviously it's been well working well for you guys. Uh already two wins to start it off, but um what has the switch back to Toyota been yeah, like for it's your been
2: team? it's been okay, man. Like I think I think a lot of people um especially at the team were thinking when this was gonna happen. That we were going to be, you know, like total 911. This is going to be really the hardest thing ever. And I'll tell you, Toyota made it as, as easy as ever. Uh, they basically came to us and said, hey, here's everything you had in 2017 when you were a part of this Toyota family. And here's everything we have worked on since. And uh, by the way, you've been racing against this this whole time. And we kind of just like looked at one another and we were like, we've been racing against this. And we couldn't believe. Hmm. The... So they came to you. We, well, we could and we're like, "Come on." Well, home. sort of. We, it was a mutual. It was a mutual thing, from what I understand, and and that was all handled with okay. Sport, right? But when yeah. when they handed us the stuff that we'd been racing against and and all the engineering support, we were like, "Wow, this is this is going to be a pretty easy transition." Uh, really, at that point, it just came down to production. You know, how quick did we turn out the trucks? How quick did we throw them in the body shop? Cut off the bodies. Cut all the you know, old components off, put all new Toyota parts on and, and, you know, built these things out right as Tundras. And it really just came mm-hmm. down to production. So uh, everything on the, on the engineering side, the competition side, like we, we were nailing that I felt like. Um, the, the body side and, and you know, chassis and all that stuff, um, that's that's definitely pretty labor-intensive and it, it, it took a lot of work.
1: now because you guys, they kind of broke the announcement. I was like, damn, what was it like two weeks before Daytona? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it came out, and I'm like, "Holy heck! They got like no time to do." Yeah, this. that was uh, that was and then, pretty, uh, pretty accurate. I mean, hey, you, apparently they did everything right because they've been a victory lane. So
2: far, so good. Don't ask us how many trucks we have built. Just just know that we have trucks that are built <laughs> it's that are winning. That's why you keep winning. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Don't ask about our stock. Just ask about the ones that are winning
1: that's why when we had to postpone last week i told brendan i said like, hey we might want to wait till after homestead you know maybe we can win another one we get him our third one
2: <laughs> right right yeah and no, i'm i i feel i feel good about i feel good about this year i i really do just you know I, I was a little uneasy going in with the manufacturer swap i was a little uneasy with the new crew chief and pretty much all new crew members but um
1: how's, how's that kind of worked for you is it kind of you know just kind of over time and maybe practiced or somewhat which honestly I don't even have that much practice. yeah and you know is it just as you go practice
2: was the best way to kind of learn each other
1: right you know and get to
2: know one another but mm-hmm. um heck i mean i think getting two wins is a good way to do it i i've never had that happen <laughs> <laughs> i've worked with a lot of people which is crazy worked with a lot of people and because, i've never, never had that happen
1: yeah which you know you've been been racing in the trucks for a while now i mean you've been racing period for a while now you know you got five career wins and really just in the past last year this year you got three are you kind of is maybe something now just kind of clicking for you that maybe wasn't before Um, like you kind of hitting that sweet spot i think
2: okay i'll say a little bit i'm doing stuff a little bit differently as far as as my myself goes um mentally in a better place you know experienced way more experienced approaching races different mm-hmm. pacing the race better uh i'm doing a lot of things different and, and i would say in a better way than what i did w- when i started especially since you know my first win in a tundra which was las vegas in, in 2017 yeah. um I, i'm doing things different but i i attribute a lot of success to 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 rich and, and my crew i really believe they're bringing me really fast tundras right now i think that uh Last year when we won at Darlington and, and there's a few other races last year that, you know, we were quick enough to win and things didn't work out. But yeah, I think they're just um, they're hitting on all strides and they're, they're bringing me fast trucks like this road course truck drove so good compared to, um, you know, a truck that I had in like 2017, 18, 19. Like he, he, he <laughs> did it right. Whatever he said, however he set it up, he set it up to Ben Rhodes liking.
1: No kidding which it's really, it's cool too, because, you know, the road course set up on a, on a, you know, race vehicle is quite a bit different than what a uh, super speedway. And they kind of turn that around the way they did for you to be able to win the super speedway race and then come right back. And I mean, you pretty much dominated, pretty, kind of dominated the road. Well,
2: course race. he, you know, it is, it is, you know, it's opposite ends of the spectrum for sure. I, I think though, you know, that just shows his expertise as, as a crew chief to be able to set something up and one week and, you know, go through and, and, and be fast and compete for the win at, at the Speedway and then be able to go to – I mean, that just shows his expertise as a crew chief. And he's he told me, he says, man, I've got something to prove this year. I said, uh, I said good. I said, I hope you do. I said, let's go win all <laughs> kinds of races. He says, that's my plan. He says, I hope you're on board for it because that's what we're going to do. I said, all right and uh, he's proven everything he's told me so far. Yeah, so, um, you both have. You're both holding up. Yeah, so go. I said, hey, you want to win races, <laughs> I want to win races.
1: This is a good pairing. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Which, I don't know, do trucks run at Michigan this year?
2: I think I think they took us away. I don't think we're running there. Did yeah, I? I think they did. That's
1: my home track. We got bumped down to one race. Hey, Michigan kind of sucks anyway, well, but, I mean, it's beautiful there. It sucks you that know, day.
2: they got rid of my home track, too, so. You're not the only one that suffered. Kentucky
1: yeah.
2: That's right. Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. NASCAR.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think someone had a fan question, actually, about uh, Kentucky and your thoughts of them. Yeah, it kind of stinks, man.
2: I, I had all my um, I didn't even know it was happening. I, I saw it online and then I had a few people reach out from the Speedway after it was announced and, you know, saying, hey, it was good. Good run. It was, you know, nice working with you, all that great stuff. Um, but. I had all these friends at the Speedway that, you know, they lost their jobs and I don't get to work with them anymore. I should have been doing these, you know, media luncheons with Kentucky Speedway. We usually do charity, charity events during the summer. You know, like there was, there's so much that was kind of Kentucky Speedway oriented in my life. Um, and, and I grew up racing there too, like legend cars and bandoleros. Um, it, it's pretty near and dear to my heart for it to just be taken away. And now, I drive past it every week or every other week on my way to Sandusky, and it's just sitting there rotting away. Like, it makes no sense to me. But you know, I'm not I'm not the one calling the shots. So, um,
1: no, I thought Kentucky always had good racing too. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Colt Custer's first win there, awesome finish. Even the Kyle Busch and Kurt Busch race, banging doors. I mean, I loved Kentucky. Yeah,
2: like exactly. I mean, you're seeing the good restarts that the place had, and the racing's getting better and better. I mean, maybe maybe this is yeah. something where they just say, "Hey, we just repaved it. We're going to shelve it for a few years, several years, and we're going to come back in ten years. And you know, the track pavement's going to be all wore out, and we're going to race seven wide. Maybe they're that's they're thinking, hmm. but yeah, they, awesome. they they never shared it with me. I'm I'm not I'm not you know, I'm not a big enough guy for them to <laughs> let anybody know. Well, keep winning. Yeah, you'll be up there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, hopefully they bring it back in some sort nice. of way in the next few years yeah for sure um Kyle did you have any more questions before we get into wrapping um, it up oh,
1: what was i going to ask oh i don't i don't know how much you want to cover this but um Eck is <laughs> coming to thor sports i i had to Man. ask you know there's a famous picture on social I media that i liked you <laughs> 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 I didn't say I was a Christian Eckers <laughs> like <his> fan. No. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you see he was in a part-time right now. I'm joking.
2: I'm um, joking. Hey, me and Christian, we're good. Um, <laughs> we squashed all the beef. Yeah. And here's the thing. All right, so I uh, I texted Christian when I, I knew that he was going to be my, or my, my teammate. And I said, hey, you know, right. let me know. I said, lunch is still on me. If you want to meet in Sandusky or we meet in Charlotte, whatever. And, um, couldn't get times to work out. So finally, in Daytona this week. I texted him, and I said, hey, you want to meet me at some Olive Garden for some lunch? This was Friday before the race. And uh, he said, sure. So I go in there, get a couple menus, we sit down, and we just start talking. And it was actually pretty amazing how much him and I have in common and, um, you know, our backgrounds. He So he kind of went down a very similar route that I went down and worked with a lot of the same people that I had worked with, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, he did it a few years after I did. So, like, I worked uh, in Legend Cars. He worked with the same guy I worked with. And I, I did it 2010, 2011. I think he was 2014 or so. Um, So, it, it was cool, you know, kind of talking about that. And we we hit it off well. And, and basically, you know, by the end of it, I, I can say that I think we're going to have a good year as teammates. And we're going to grow our relationship, you know, I'm not going to say we're always going to be best of buds or any of this. I can't, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but I can't say that, you know, we're going to be good teammates on and off the racetrack. And if he needs anything, I'm going to help out. And, um, you know, I I hope that, uh, you know, everything's kind of behind us. And I think that's kind of the right thing to do. And and I had huge run-ins with Johnny before he became my teammate. And now I can – Yeah, yeah, big (laughs) run-ins, and I think that now you know he's one of the guys that I go and talk to and kind of pick his brain, and he's one of the easiest guys to talk to in the garage for me. So I I love having him as my teammate.
1: Well, that's good. That's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that's something I I don't know. I was kind of I remember watching that race and then seeing the backlash you got. I thought. Um, I'm sure you had your notifications on Instagram turned. No, no, never done that. I,
2: um, yeah, no, you know, I no? don't,
1: partly because I don't know how. Uh, but <laughs> oh, I mean, hey, I can show
2: yeah, you how to do that. I do that. It's sometimes. um, <laughs> it's it was easy. actually well, well I, I'll say that the notifications on Twitter were really tame compared to what was happening at the racetrack. You know, I walked out my hauler and yeah. uh, you know, we were getting ready to leave that race. I got 50 people out there wanting to kick my butt, and. Wow. uh we hop in the rental car and leave and uh i look on twitter and facebook and instagram i got all these direct messages from just people i've never met or know in my life oh, just haters man and Hits. some of them are in different yeah. languages so i was having a blast putting them in google translate <laughs> Brazilians,
1: like yeah and
2: hell? it's like i don't know what this means in their culture but it doesn't translate well and
1: it's just like the funniest thing to read some of those so i still wow. got them that's always something i've <laughs> I've kind of wondered, too, you know, social media. And I think NASCAR Twitter is some of the most toxic social media around. That's why I'm not big on Twitter. I'm more on Instagram. Um, I'm Michigan Diecast on Instagram, obviously. I don't know if you've ever checked it out. but So I'm on Instagram a lot. And after that race, I was on your page. I was like, I'm going to go see what's (laughs) going on on Ben Rhodes' Instagram. And I still, actually, before we got on here, when I knew we were going to have you on, I went on your post just to on your page just to kind of breeze through there. I was breezing through the comments. and I'm just like some people, yeah. you know, that's the stuff they see on TV. And then,
2: well, that's the thing. Like you know, media too, doesn't do us a whole lot of favors as drivers. So media does a really good job no. of portraying a driver, how they want to portray them. And there's a lot of drivers oh, yeah. that I've met in real life, whether I was a fan of them as cup drivers growing up, or these might be people I even race against that are portrayed one way by the media and then you meet them in real life and they're like the total opposite. Like media makes them out to be a sweetheart. You meet them. They're horrible. Like they're, you know, they're just mean. Or, or, you know, you meet somebody who media makes to be a horrible person and you meet them and they're like, you know, like the saint that's giving to charity. And they're like at working at the soup kitchen. And like, you know what I mean? Like they're doing, they're, they're just awesome. Wow. And <laughs> like yeah, super like cool people, media man. doesn't do us any favors that's on crazy. that uh, by any means, but yeah. I'll, I'll tell you. That was one of the cool things about getting these back-to-back wins was I had so many haters saying when when Christian came to the team, uh, my Twitter lit up again with instead of like, oh, hopefully you and Christian can be good teammates. No, it was like fire Ben Rhodes. <laughs> oh, Are you yeah. serious? So I had like, I don't know, 50 messages from people. Wow. You know, get rid of Ben Rhodes. You know, he's the worst driver in NASCAR. Does that ever bug you? So...
1: <laughs> like, do you ever want to reply? Like, uh, I don't know. I can be a, a rude person <laughs> when people say stupid yeah. stuff, you know, Oh, go. Cause I'm a diecast <laughs> guy. And what, it's a hobby of mine. I love the sport. It's like my, I absolutely, I love the sport, everything about it. I love going to the racetrack, the The fan experience. There's nothing like it. And, you know, you get these guys and I'm not a big chase Elliott guy. So I'll kind of, you know, put little stuff out, you know, troll some chase Elliott fans. And you'll get the ones who you're like, oh, how about you go play with your toys in your mom's basement and <laughs> stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, are yeah. you serious? I'm like, Nobody knows anybody's story, but they're so quick to just say anything they feel like saying behind a phone screen with no consequences. And it yeah.
2: And unfortunately, that's not uh, like but, the world would actually be a better place if that was just limited to NASCAR. <laughs> the problem is it's yeah, it's exactly. unlimited. It's on everything <laughs> for every topic, every place, everywhere. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, I guess that's just human nature, yeah. but, um, oh, well, the winds were nice. I don't have as much yeah. hate mail now.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now you got the last lap yeah, too. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. And I think you're going to have a lot more, hopefully. Maybe, uh, I'll see you in Phoenix. Maybe you'll be racing. We better,
2: we better be, you know, with the start of the season, if we can't keep it going, I'm going to be pretty disappointed.
1: Well, hey, it's a long season. I'm a Kyle <laughs> Bush fan, so I know how that goes. <laughs> last year was... Miserable, but yeah, I love Kyle. And then when you go back to media with the way the media portrays people, you know, yeah, met Kyle, which I've met Kyle a couple times and he's incredible.
2: Very true, very Very true.
1: Oh, yeah, what you got, Brendan?
0: All right, so just to kind of wrap it up, um looking ahead to the next race at Las Vegas and then the rest of the season, what are your kind of
2: like, uh Atlanta and Las Vegas I think will be really good races for us um th- should have definite top fives there in my mind if we're not, if we don't, I'll be pretty pretty upset, pretty disappointed um those are races I've had circled on the calendar for this year as, as good strong performances. Really not exci- really not excited at all for the Bristol Dirt Race. Uh, they could just throw that one off the schedule and replace no? it with something else. I would be <laughs> happy. Um, wow. And then for the rest of the year, really, I, I I want to, I would like to get a minimum of three wins. Uh, four would be great, and then anything beyond that, I would just be absolutely stoked.
1: Absolutely. All right. Cool. Interesting. <laughs> What's uh. Oh, all right, quick. What's uh, what's up with the Bristol dirt?
2: Oh, uh, just been roads and dirt. Don't get along. We don't mix. You know, it's like uh, <laughs>
1: water and oil. Well, they got rid of Eldora
2: and Yeah, like, eh, it's, it's like water girl. and oil. We just don't uh, we just don't <laughs> mix, man. I'd I like to think I'm the water and the Bristol dirt race is the yucky oil. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, hey, I hear a lot in racing, some tracks and some stuff you end up hating you win at. And then it you know that
2: is true. I didn't like so. the Daytona Road Course race before this past weekend and now I love it. So, uh <laughs> it does exactly. change. Maybe we'll go <laughs> if we go win Bristol then I'll probably tell you that it's my favorite track ever and I love that race more than any of them. Definitely. So, uh drivers oh, we'll are fickle. To, if We're very Bristol fickle. Dirt.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Really?
0: All righty. So, That about wraps it up there, Uh, Ben. We thank you for coming on. Uh, Appreciate you having me, and it uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed it. Yeah, for sure. Um, Congrats on your two Daytona wins once again. And uh, thanks, guys. You got a new fan of the the podcast right here.